You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello there, and I hope you're having a great day. This is your radio talk show host, Dr. Barbara Young, and I am here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I invite you to tune in each week. You know, I am so excited today to have in the studio my guest, Miss Karen Abercrombie, an actress, singer, songwriter, and a Parents' Choice Award-winning storyteller. She has been seen around the world playing the spicy 80-year-old prayer warrior, Miss Clara, in the Kendrick Brothers film, War Room. People are raving about this film and Abercrombie's powerful performance as Miss Clara. I'm going to share just a little bit about her before I bring her on. Karen has guest starred on several shows as Judging Amy, Allie McBill, Saved by the Bell, Strong Medicine, and she played the recurring character Aberdeen on AMC's TV show Turn. She has appeared on numerous television shows and more recently CBS's new show, The Inspectors. This incredible, phenomenal woman is a songwriter, storyteller, jazz singer, actress, and has a list of highly acclaimed off-Broadway credits for which she has received critical acclaim and much more. She's also a graduate of the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York City. Welcome, Karen. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm so happy to be able to join you today. Thank you so much, Dr. Young. Thank you. It is so wonderful to have you on the show. I'm so excited and want to, again, thank you for taking the time from I Know Your Very Busy Schedule to share with our listeners today your journey and, more importantly, your latest performance in their movie, War Room, which I understand is available as a DVD in stores today. So, yes, yes. I'm telling you, folks, you better get out there now, and I know they were taking pre-orders, and if I mean, I hope it's not too late, but you need to rush and get that copy. It will be a wonderful Christmas gift for family, for friends, and loved ones. You know, this movie, War Room, has taken the world by storm. So I want you to stay tuned to this interesting show today, because I'm sure what you will learn will be some very valuable information to you on your transformation journey, and more importantly, your prayer journey. I want you to call your friends to listen in on the iPhones, iPads, internet, via my website, info at transformationforsuccess.com. And if your friends miss this show, they can download this discussion as it is archived immediately after the show. And callers, you are welcome to call in with your questions to Karen and to join in the conversation or send me your comments and feedback at info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, we are live on Facebook 
Twitter, and LinkedIn. So you can access comments or questions on Facebook through these channels. Um, This is a season, you know, Karen, when many people feel lonely, they're depressed, they're despondent, and they feel hopeless and helpless. But there is good news I have for them today. This movie performance of you as Miss Clara in War Room focuses on the power of prayer in every area of one's life, be it their marriage, parenting, career, friendships, and much more. So listeners, be encouraged today with my guest, Miss Karen Abercrombie. So Karen, I got a lot of questions for you and I'm jumping <laughs> right in. <laughs> you know, you gave a beautiful performance as Miss Clara in War Room, and you bring a depth of character that is amazing. I had to, I, I actually revisited this, this film again last night. Just to, I just wanted to see you again, I'm telling you. And there are many of my friends who have seen it again and again and again. So I ask you, have you performed old soul wise women before? <laughs> well, actually, I had the opportunity to play um, Aunt Esther in um, August Wilson's play, Gem of the Ocean. And that was oh. actually my first time diving into a much older character, and I loved it. Well, you certainly played it, my dear. I'm telling you, I was looking and I was trying to see, my God, how much makeup did you <laughs> have to use? <laughs> because, really, it was just quite phenomenal. But how did you get involved with the War Room movie? Well, it it was very interesting. Um, I would say that it was uh, a divine appointment, an answer to prayer. For sure. I have gone uh, about almost 13 years now to a woman of faith conference, and there they had an amazing actress, Nicole Johnson, who would do skits and monologues between the various women uh, speaking. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away. I was like, oh, my goodness, she's amazing. And, God, I would love the opportunity to use my gifts to spread the word. And, um, you know, like she is doing, I didn't want to do exactly what she was doing, but what, whatever sure. you would want me to do with my gifts. And um, years passed, and I would pick up work here and there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very interesting. I continued to do theater in New York and then some things out in L.A., and then I moved to a tiny little town north of Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was house hunting, and the realtor that I called... Um, came and there was something about her com- countenance, and uh, she, she was kind. She was she she was beautiful. She was patient, mm-hmm. and um, after she had shown us a few houses, she asked where we were going to church, and I said, "Well, we had been visiting a couple different churches. We hadn't decided." She said, "You need to come to mine." So oh. uh, the next Sunday, we visited a church, and it was a perfect fit. So uh, oh immediately I got involved in um, directing and singing on the worship team and, and, and writing dramas there. And then years passed, and a gentleman from my church who happens to be a producer said that um, I should send a picture and resume to the Kendrick Brothers uh, down in Georgia because they were making a new film, and I did. So a few weeks later, he asked if I had heard anything back from them, Mm -hmm. and I told him that I hadn't, and he said, well, 
that's okay. They're going to be holding auditions at our church next week. So I'm going to send you some dialogue to look at, and I want you to um, get dressed up. It's uh, uh, You'll be reading for a role of an older woman. Uh, I want you to get dressed up and do what you do. And um, once he sent the dialogue, I started to read through <laughs> it, and I heard Miss Clara's voice. Mm. And yes, and then I went into the audition as an older woman and uh, did the audition, and the room was quiet. And then after a few minutes, Alex Kendrick asked me to share my uh, faith walk, and mm-hmm. I did. And by the time I got home, the phone was ringing saying that I had booked the role of Miss Clara. Wow. Wow. Now, amazing, this was their first time ever shooting outside of Georgia, (laughs) and that they would come to hold these auditions at my church. (laughs) You know, I was just thinking, I'm chuckling because how God, (laughs) he sets us up. (laughs) He sets us up, even with the realtor, everything. And as I look back and give thanks for the opportunity, I just see how he had been dropping these breadcrumbs for quite a while. <laughs> that is so and, true. And you know, um, they later told me that they were two weeks away from filming the movie and they had not found Miss Clara. They had auditioned and interviewed well-known gospel singers and actors, actresses mm-hmm. actually, but God kept telling them no. You see, when it's for you, it is for you. Yes. And we definitely have a God-directed path. Oh, my my goodness. goodness. Yes. I'm about to levitate off this chair. (laughs) 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 I I mean, it's just, I mean, it is so fascinating to hear how he sets us up and how you are set up going from L.A., New York, to Charlotte, North Carolina, a little small town, to look for a house. All of this, God directed yes. you for that yes. in War Room. Oh, my goodness. Now, how is this experience different? Because you'd have been, you've been in other TV or film projects. So how is this experience different? Oh, Dr. Young, every <laughs> morning we started with prayer. Everyone mm-hmm. would eat together. The director, the, the gaffers, the... Everybody, the actors, we would all eat together. Everybody on the same footing, same place. And um, then we would pray and someone would uh, share a Bible verse every day. And while we were shooting the movie, there were different churches who had been set apart and they would be praying for us all during the shooting day. Oh, how marvelous. This was amazing, and you could feel the spirit of God and the camaraderie and the the, the family that was forged together to bring this this project um, uh, into, you know, bring it to life. Well, you certainly could sense it. I mean, uh, just I know the viewers and the people who've who've, who've seen this movie could sense the movement of God in this, oh, in every yeah. aspect of it. And just now, where are the brothers? Are they are the Kendrick brothers Christians? 
Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, I yes, ju- yes. <laughs> both both are pastors, actually, as okay. well. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Now you know I, I pondered this question, and I said, "Now I know that you believe in your heart." And I'm asking too, how do you believe that God had been preparing you for the role of Aunt Claire? <laughs> oh, oh, without, because, I mean, you without a doubt, woman. <laughs> With, without a doubt, because I, you know, I had done some theater in New York with people who are constantly going from blockbuster film to blockbuster film, and I would be like, oh my goodness, come on God, why not me? Why, why not me? I'm just as good as they are. What's, what's happening here? And um, as I look back, I see, well, perhaps I would have jumped into a film playing a role that would have taken me out of play. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it is so important to be obedient and to stay in place and not yes. move out of your position. Yes. Ah, that, I mean, I'm hoping people out there are listening to that because so many people have missed their blessings because they moved just at the point that God was getting ready to bless. Absolutely. You know, and um, patience was something that I learned um through this and many other things that God has um, held back for me. I won't say from me. I will say for me. Absolutely. Because there were things that I needed to learn, uh, things I, I needed to be proved in the fire so that I could properly take care of the blessing. And that is so true. That is so true. You know, and I think sometimes I know when they're in the, in the entertainment world and things come to people so fast and so quick and they don't hold on to it because it comes so fast. The preparation yes. really wasn't in place yes. for them to be able to withstand all that will come again when you're successful. Yes, yes. So I have another quick question. You know, this movie that, that you played in, and we're going to talk about a lot of other things, but since this movie deals with the theme of prayer, how did this resonate with you in a meaningful and personal way? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I thought that when, when I would steal away mm-hmm. into my little room, I, I use a spare room in my house, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm crying and making petition, I thought I was really going really, really deep. And then mm-hmm. after the whole war room experience... I realized that I had barely been scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. That's and interesting. Yes, yes. And um, we naturally, we, we pray when an issue comes. We pray mm-hmm. after the fact. But right. I've learned to uh, pray up that hedge. Pray before the fact. <laughs> pray, pray, yes, absolutely, <laughs> covering everything and everybody in my path, and even those that I don't know, in prayer. Well, you know, it, it certainly inspired me and moved me up a notch, and uh, I think many of us who are Christians and we believe in the power of prayer uh, probably saw, saw that film and came to realize I fall a little short here. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. oh, I know I did. 
<laughs> I mean, and, I, and I'm able to say that, you know, publicly. I, I looked and I said, yes. you know what, I have a little shorty. I think I'm going to have to clean out my closet. <laughs> yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, now, how has the, that character of Aunt Clara inspired you? And did you have someone in your life that inspired you as you created that Miss Clara? Well, actually, I did. I have, uh, she's 88, she'll be 89 in a few months, uh, an aunt. My uh, father's sister, my mother and father both, neither uh, were saved. And she was, and um, as a young child, she would um, take me with her as she went around uh, with her board and people, you know, the flannel people on the board taking the Uh word of God to the children in the various communities. And so uh, with her, I gave my life to Christ as a young, young child. That and is she, she's always been there, a good example and mm-hmm. praying woman. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? I'm going to hold you right there for a quick break. Okay. We're going to take a quick commercial. Now, listeners, stay tuned as we'll come back and hear more from the character created by Miss Abercrombie. Miss Clara. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you feel alone, even when you're surrounded by others? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April J. Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to help you find out who you are. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to the Transformation 
for Success Show today with my guest, Miss Karen Abercrombie, who played the spicy 80-year-old prayer warrior, Miss Clara, in the Kendrick Brothers film, War Room. So people are waving about this film, and I'm going to say it one more time. The DVD is out today in all of the major retail stores. You need to go out and get that DVD, War Room. I guarantee you it will change your life. So as we went on break, Miss Clara, and I hate to call you Miss Clara, but Karen, I tell you, so impressed me that we were talking about, before we went on break, this specific person and who was in your life, this 88, 89-year-old woman who inspired you to create Miss Clara. And you were talking about how she was a praying woman, and I tell you how you were so inspired by her. Yes, 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 my Aunt Vine. And so as I started to build this character... Mm-hmm. I definitely pulled uh, from her. Well, I'm telling you, it was absolutely amazing uh, how you created that, and you've inspired so many people I know with that role. But I'm aware, too, that you're working on other pro- uh, other films and that you've got a new film production company called Handmaiden Entertainment. Tell me how you got this started. What was your inspiration? Well, um, I've worked with uh, children for for a very long time, off and on during my life, and mm-hmm. um, I ran a children's theater company uh, called Angels Take Flight Children's Theater Company, and mm-hmm. I, I just love working with children, and I've got a heart for them, and I've major concern with the type of entertainment that has been available to them, uh, mm-hmm. sexual, uh, very mean and nasty and, you know, just very damaging. Oh, yes. So I wanted to put movies out there that mm-hmm. uh, would speak to children where they would uh, see kids their age going through situations that they themselves go through, and they would see how they deal with the situation in a more positive way. Uh, And in these films, there would always, the main characters will always be children Mm -hmm. and teens, and the role models, positive role models for them Mm -hmm. to emulate. Oh, how we need that today, I tell you. And I know that that's going to be a great uh, avenue for you. Um, Now, you know, I, I, I just want to kind of go back to something because I know you are so talented. And the other thing Thank is so I didn't know about you, and I know maybe many people know, that you are an up-and-coming jazz singer. My goodness, you are so talented. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you, thank you. I tell, um, mm-hmm, tell me a little bit about I, that. I've, I've loved jazz forever. You know, as a child, I would hear it uh, being played in the house. Mm-hmm. And um, my brother started bringing jazz albums home, instrumental pieces, uh, when I was very young. And while I was cleaning house or babysitting or whatever, I would write uh, lyrics to the melodies. Mm-hmm. And when I got older, you know, after singing in the um, children's choir in church and whatever, I just started writing lyrics and then my own music. And um wow. Over the years, I had stacked many songs on the shelves, and a couple years ago, I decided to take them off the shelf. I called a few musicians that I know out in L.A., and we got together and put a project together. Well, that's wonderful. 
Well, thank Karen, you. you mentioned you mentioned um, you know your brother and growing up around jazz and singing in the children's choir. Where did you grow up? Out in a small town called Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, about twenty-four miles south of uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Aliquippa. Wow. Mm-hmm. How many souls were in Aliquippa? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, very small town. Uh, but I'll tell you, we produced some wonderful football players, Tony Dorsett, uh, oh. so many. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some incredible talent from down that way. And as I mentioned, I, um, well, I didn't mention this. I had done an August Wilson play, but I also, when I went to the University of Pittsburgh, had the opportunity to work with August Wilson. Oh, wow. So th- yes. that, now see again, that was fortuitous as how God is putting you in place again by how oh, you yes. meet somebody. Isn't that something? Yes, yes well, it is. It really is. Now, when you were growing up as a little, as a little girl in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. did you ever see yourself on stage as an actress and doing some of the things you're doing now? I always dreamt about it, and whenever I saw movies, I would get the girls in the neighborhood together, and we would reenact whatever we had seen, and um, I, I don't know. I could just watch something, and my heart would take flight. And, so, this, um, so this gift I'm was sorry? in you. <laughs> so this gift was in you. I would say yes, yes, definitely yes. And what propelled you to absolutely pursue that? As I, I, I did plays in elementary school and then high school, and then I went mm-hmm. to the University of Pittsburgh, and in all of any time I had free, I was auditioning or in a play, and it was so deep in me, the desire to do it, mm-hmm. I just, uh, auditioned for a school in New York, was accepted, packed my bags, and I went, not knowing anyone. <laughs> what would you say to somebody out there <laughs> concerning that as you look back? You just packed your bags, didn't know where you were going, didn't, well, you knew where you were going, but you didn't know where, I mean, without having, you know, some people have to have a map, have to have it planned out, have to have everything in order before they make that step, which is not really faith, but you just stepped out there. <laughs> yes, I did. I'll tell you what, God took care of me. He He uh, protected me, I'm telling you, me and my desire and my innocence, and um, I am forever grateful. But I would tell others to prepare. Mm-hmm. Prepare as much as you possibly can, and... Um, yeah, because you, you, you need to be safe out there. You need to be safe out there. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me, did, um, what was the biggest risk? Well, that was the biggest risk you've ever taken, or what is the bis- biggest risk you've ever taken? I would say that that was it, just packing my bags, going to New York. I, I worked, saved my money, uh, did some research, found the mm-hmm. school, auditioned mm-hmm. for the school, mm-hmm. and just took off. I would say definitely that was the biggest risk. You know, there's one thing that you said, a couple of things that you said that I think is really important, too. You did some research. So you didn't just go out there, go to New York. You don't have not a clue, but you had done research. You knew where Mm -hmm. you were going to school. So you had a plan. So 
in a sense, I, the reason why I'm saying this, because I know that God wants us to have a plan, have a yes. vision, believe, yes. and take that step of faith. So you weren't just out there without doing your work, doing the work right. that you needed to do. Then God right. can do his work. Am I making oh sense? Oh, my goodness, yes. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> but it is. But it does, once you've done all that work and you've done your research, then the next step is you take that leap of faith. Wow. Yes. And, yes. and look what happened. Um, yes. One of, one of the questions that I don't use, usually ask people, but I, it, it was intriguing as I thought about uh, sharing and talking with you. How prepared were you? for some of your biggest challenges that you've had in your life. And were you organized and methodical about it? Or, or did you just tackle them, you know, or just figure things out along the way? Uh, I, I would say a little bit of all of it. Okay. Uh, you know, sometimes some things spring up and you just have to deal with them prayerfully at, without uh, any prep. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but it's interesting how you find out or uh, issues or or trials and tests that you've gone through some point in your life in the past. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to use what you've learned mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. new situation. And that is so true. And it's like the the challenges that one faces are not challenges to defeat you but challenges for you to overcome so that you can yes. make that next step. Oh, absolutely. They pr- prepare you. They make you strong. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just being able to jump over a hurdle one time, you, the next time you better, you, 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 you do it with less fear. Because, you know, I was wondering um, and looking at you in the role of Miss Clara, because even though you're, you're, you're playing a part, but you're bringing, you're bringing yourself into that role. You're bringing your experiences. You're bringing uh, that character to life from within you. And I could tell, well, maybe I'm, I mean, I could sense that a lot of this was Karen. Um, And uh, how a lot of things that have happened in your life affected your performance and your success. Could you you share a little bit about that? (laughs) Yes, you're always able to from past experiences and um, Miss Clara she you know her story um, she had learned some lessons and mm-hmm. she wanted to pass on some of her knowledge to this younger girl so as she said in the movie she wouldn't have to step on some of the same landmines that she had stepped on right right and that was but, so profound <laughs> yes that you know, yes. and 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 the other thing is, you know, to reach out to other people. The this whole notion of mentoring. Do you mentor, or did you have a mentor in your life? I've had different mentors. Uh, my both my parents were alcoholics, so I had different people in the neighborhood who would mm-hmm. come along. And um, one uh, uh, Miss Daisy, she would just sit us, me and other kids, on her back porch, and she would talk good stuff into us. And then she would uh, tell us stories. She was an amazing storyteller. And um, she would have us, we'd be caught up on every word, just mesmerized. But she poured time into us. 
and there were other women along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, so there there were different women, and my Aunt Vine was one of them, who poured, you know, good stuff into right. me. Right. And so, yes, I, I'm constantly pouring into my drama students or other mm-hmm. young people that I meet along the way. Even a stranger in the grocery store, I might have something to uh, uh, share, something positive with a young boy bagging the groceries. You know, mm-hmm. and it, it makes a difference. Taking a few minutes makes a difference, whether it is one hour a week, as Miss Clara did, or sometimes I do, or just that a few wonderful. minutes, a kind word, uh, uh, mm-hmm. listening to someone. You know, it, for five minutes, it makes a difference. Yes, it does. You know, when when you mentioned something about having both parents as alcoholic, uh, both parents, how yes. did that impact you um, as a young child? And then as you grew up, were you fearful about ever um, drinking alcohol yourself or even, you know, did that turn you against it or what happened on that? Well, it didn't. Because I will have a glass of wine from time to time, but um, all that, everything with my parents wasn't, uh, the whole experience, everything wasn't awful. They loved me. I understood that the the way that they could. Uh I understand that. um, When I had my son, I've got one son, I chose to keep the good things that I remember, the good experiences, Mm -hmm. and all of the other stuff, the embarrassment, all of the negativity, all Mm -hmm. of that stuff, flush it away, did not even bring it into my, my, my being, you know, how I live myself. Right. And certainly not in how I raised my son. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's admirable. Not many people are able to do that, and that's why I asked that question. Um, uh, because some people, and you know, I don't mean to label anybody, but it gets to be. And one of the things I'm passionate about, and that's a, empowering people, knowing how to empower self that you can defeat and you can overcome anything. Yeah. You may not. You may yeah. not have been born in the right circumstances. You may not have been born to the right parents. But I tell you, there comes a time when you know that you can rewrite the script because it's oh, your choice. Oh, my goodness. You can yes. choose to rewrite that script, baby. Yes. And I'm telling you, many people have. And I'm encouraging people out there that I don't care what you may be going through or whatever, what kind of parents or what kind of life you have. But that does not mean you bring it into the present. You leave that Absolutely. in the past, but you can choose to live and Absolutely. have a You are not future. where you come from. Absolutely. And you don't have to bring it with you. It's very interesting, Dr. Young, um, because of uh, my parents being alcoholic, uh, being alcoholics, I was the second born, but I had to do everything. I had to cook. I had to clean from a very, very young age and take care of my younger brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I would be so furious because I couldn't go play with some of my other friends because I had to babysit because my mother had a hangover. She just wasn't there. But um, it's interesting how God will turn things around. Um, as I grew older, and younger kids in the neighborhood would knock on my door asking my mother if I was home, if I could come out and play, because mm-hmm. I was so good at working with children because I had to be. Yes, yes. And to think that I would 
uh, run a children's um, theater company. Uh, just blows my mind. And absolutely loved the experience. But sometimes when I was young, I was like, oh, I don't want kids. I, I would never, ever have kids. You know, but um, it, it's interesting how God just turned everything around. And I love but see, he was using that, too. Again, it's, all of this is yes. a setup. Sometimes I look yes. back and I say, God, you know, everything, yes. you know, it's just, we're like pawns on a chessboard. He said, no, you're not. I said, you just move us around. But he orchestrates things. Yes, and I, I know you tell people all the time, it's orchestrating things for your good, not for the bad, but for your good. So yes. you didn't, you know, I grew up, too, the eldest of six kids. And uh-huh. I was held responsible by my mother. To be, you know, accountable for, and I would get spankings for things they did, but turning oh, that around mm-hmm. inspired me to become a leader, and a very good yes. one at that, which I never yes. thought, because I accepted responsibility at a young age and learned yes. to be responsible, learned to take leadership role and be accountable for it. So yes. everything to me is is orchestrated for our good, not for the bad. You know, I'm so excited to have you today on the show. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back because I want to talk about something that you're doing that's coming up and this new movie also, God's Compass. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. So listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get ready to experience a more fulfilling lifestyle. Tune in to Direct Connect Empowerment with host Fee Mazanki. The show will feature guests who have changed their lives by using the Direct Connect coaching program or have worked with the same concepts that this program offers. By hearing how others have been transformed, you will be inspired to move forward. Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee Mazanki can be heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello there, and welcome back to the Transformation for Success show today with my guest, Miss Karen Abercrombie, an actress, singer, songwriter, 
and a Parents' Choice award-winning storyteller who's been seen around the world playing the spicy 80-year-old prayer warrior, Miss Clara, in the Kendricks Brothers film, War Room. Now, before break, we were talking about some exciting things that Karen is doing. She's very talented, uh, jazz singer, up and coming, so, but I think you've already come, <laughs> Karen. I don't think you're up and coming. I think I you're think there. So. And she has a new production, uh, film production company called Handmaiden Entertainment, uh, which she got started inspiring with children's stories. Children and teens will be in her productions. And also, she has a lot of credits uh, of off-Broadway credits to which she's received critical acclaim. So she's taking the stage again, and we're going to talk about that riveting play. But first, I want to just share that she has a starring role in a new movie coming out called God's Compass. That's coming out in the spring of 2016. So Karen, tell me a little bit about that movie, God's Compass. Yes, God's Compass. It's, it really is a beautiful story. It's about a woman who has lost her husband recently. Mm. And uh, she is also retiring from her job as a high school principal. So at this point in her life, she's wondering, is she viable anymore? Does she have a purpose? Uh, Does she Mm -hmm. have any value? Mm-hmm. And then a young boy comes into her life, a troubled young boy, and uh, he changes everything. And wow. um, it's it, it's a really wonderful story. It's a m- movie that you would cheer and you cry and laugh as you watch it. So uh, it comes out uh, Mother's Day, and okay. um, yes, something All right, I'm definitely be- to look for. I'm going to be watching for that movie when it comes out. God's Compass, so we don't want to forget that movie. I'm excited. Also, I know that you're also, you're one busy lady because you're taking the stage again in a riveting play in 2016 that you not only wrote that play, but you wrote all of the music as well. It's a musical drama. So tell us a little bit about this. And I hear it's opening in L.A. Is that right? Yes, it's going to be opening in L.A. Oh, great. It's, I'll be there. I'll be <laughs> wonderful, there. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> it's, it's titled Ciao Bella. It's uh, oh. the story of a woman named Annie Baxter. She's a fictitious character who uh-huh. was once an up-and-coming singer and brilliant composer. But due to a series of tragedies in her life, mm-hmm. she now finds herself homeless and living on the streets of um, New York City. Wow. Sayabello. At yes. Sayabello, we don't want to yes. forget that name, mm-hmm. Sayabello. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I understand it's a love story as well. So it is I, a love story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't wait to see this. And I'm really excited about what's happening for you. Like, God just opened a lot of doors for you, Miss Karen. I I am just so grateful. I can't even begin to say how grateful I am. And, you know, many times we put prayers up there and we have dreams and hopes, Mm -hmm. and it takes a while for them to take flight. But uh, God's timing is perfect. But he's faithful. He's faithful. He is faithful. 
Yes, he is. And no matter what he promises, it always, because God is a God that he cannot lie. So Absolutely. it's going to happen. Comes into we sometimes fruition. just don't know oh. when. <laughs> right, right, right. And I think, too, about this whole thing about when I looked at Miss Clara, and I get back to that again because of the age, because we always get into this age thing. Uh, I'm too old or I'm, I'm too young. And when God doesn't look at age, he looks at your heart. So, Karen, I have a question I want to ask you. Tell me, what do you, what do you see God doing with faith-based movies that are coming out, television or other media in the future and, and even in our culture? What do you see God doing? I just see him changing the world. Um, television uh-huh. and film, all of the abilities that the producers, the writers, anybody that works in it has – they get the ability from God, but many aren't God honoring or God mm-hmm. believe. You know, they don't even believe. But mm-hmm. now the believers are stepping up and stepping into place, and um, they're going to be more excellent Christian movies, mm-hmm. uh, excellent television stories, Christian television stories, and they're going to come into the mainstream. They're not just going to be on the outskirts or on the edge or the rim. They're going to come and um, take center stage. I, I'm also sure of that, too. I feel that in my spirit as we look. And then, too, even some of the movies that we think are, you know, the secular world, they have a message in them as well. Um, yes. There's always a message of hope and redemption. Yes. You know, the guy doesn't get away with the money and, you know, goes off scot-free. Uh, there is that message of hope and redemption, and I always say, even in some of the secular movies, I'm not really a movie goer per se, uh-huh. but uh, I'm very selective about what I see. Oh, uh, absolutely, as am I in what I act in, because <laughs> I I mm-hmm. will take a good role in a good movie with redeeming characters. And that's laudable, and God is pleased with that, and that's why he's opening more doors for you. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Well, tell me, Karen, what motivational quotes or biblical quotes, I would say, that help you get through difficult times? Do you have a favorite or anyone that uh, you want to share? Well, uh, I, I just find myself constantly as I grow mm-hmm. um, every day, and I want to grow every day, I'm constantly being transformed by the renewing of the mind, mm-hmm. and that by the Word of God, because it, the, the Word is is ever deep and uh, so vast. It's like a multifaceted diamond. So I'm just constantly getting a better understanding, and so it blows me away. I, I think it that's just great. Blows me away. The meaning, you know, constantly being transformed by the renewing of the mind. Constantly. And actually, uh, I like that, uh, be renewed uh, and being transformed in the mind. And that's where really my motivation to name this program, Transformation for Success, because it's yes. transforming your mind. It's transforming the way you see things. It's changing your paradigm to yes. look to the future with hope and encouragement. And most importantly, mm. to believe what God says, to believe the word, yes. to stand on the word. Yes. I remember one yes. time I shared this little story, Karen, honestly. I was I was new a new Christian at that time. I didn't know it was a stand on the word. I actually put the Bible on the floor and stood on it. 
<laughs> you may think that's funny, but God, you know, I you honor love me anyway. That. Because I didn't know. You know, I stood on the world. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is, I love that. I, I, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I love that. Oh, that's precious. That is so precious. In your heart, you know, but you don't know, and uh, really, but he brings you into the knowledge, and that's what I love about him. You know, I didn't know, but he made it possible for me to know. And I said, now that you do know, then you're accountable for what you do know. So I realize there are a lot of people that really don't yes, know yes, yes, that there yes, is yes. a God, there is a creator who is yes. abundant, who gives peace and love, and I love, oh, yes, he does. you know, his grace. <laughs> yes, yes, his yes, grace. yes. And, and as David said in, I think it was Psalm 139, uh-huh. we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And if people could wrap their heads around that, along with the knowledge that they were loved into existence and, and therefore priceless, absolutely priceless, you know. So if the, if the creator of all, all life, all things that are, would love you into existence, that alone makes you priceless. Well, you know, Karen, one of the things we were talking about was the power of prayer and how yes. many people don't believe that there is a God, but there is a God of grace and a God of mercy. And so yes. I just want to just say, what do you see ahead in your future? I, I, unlimited possibilities. Unlimited possibilities, of course. Unlimited possibilities. There are, un- I am going to be watching you, as I'm sure many around the globe will be watching your next steps of what you're going to do next. And I really want you to know that it has been such a privilege to have you on the show today to share with my listeners. And so I want you to just share from your heart for a few minutes what it has meant for you to come the distance that you've come and then let the listeners know about the power of prayer and what the war room really meant to you and what you think it means to people out there who will see that movie. Yes. Uh, as I said earlier, I had thought that I was really going deep in prayer, and I realized that I had only been uh, scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. Prayer is a gift that God has given each and every one of us. Prayer moves mountains. It yes. raises yes. the dead. And um, there is endless power in prayer. Yes. Yes. But I believe that in order, it, it, it's going to work because God said it's going to work. But once we are able to wrap our heads around the truth that God is who he says he is and that he can do what he says he will do and he is willing to do it, once we can wrap our heads around that, then we will start to see things change. And also we have to understand who he says we are. He loved us into existence. He doesn't care who we are, where we're from. He is not a respecter of people. That's right. And he is that willing is. to forgive each and every one of us for our offenses. And if we repent, he will use us. Yes, he to, will. To, to, to bless and to change the world. And I've seen it in my life. And I see uh, it daily. Yes, yes. 
in it's my life. It's so wonderful. It is so wonderful. And it's so wonderful to experience his love and to see yes. the manifestation of it in one's life and in the lives of others. You know, yes. Karen, it has been such a privilege and a joy to have you on the show today and to share with the oh, listeners. thank you. And I just wish you God's blessings as you continue your success journey. And thank you so much for your work, your dedication, and its impact on so many lives. And thank you. Thank well, you. It's time. I'm grateful. <laughs> well, I am grateful to have you. And although I hate to leave, it's time to wrap up the show today. But I know the listeners have enjoyed hearing from this very dynamic, phenomenal, talented actress, Karen Abercrombie. And if you, again, have not seen The War Room, go and see it or get the DVD. Because I dare say you will never, ever be the same again. The power of prayer is never failing, and it's essential every day, and especially during this season. Let us remember to pray for peace and God's ever-constant grace and mercy for our world. So I wish you all out there a joyful, peaceful, and wonder-filled Christmas season. Make sure you give plenty of joy and love each day. It's your choice. Choose to give and choose to love. Listen in next week as I'll have another dynamic guest on Transformation for Success. This is Dr. B, your success coach, signing off until next Tuesday. Until then, be inspired, be motivated, be encouraged, be challenged, be humble, be grateful, and be forever transformed. Have a very, very blessed week. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 2 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.